Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just well. Long time welcome no see. Back. Yeah, yeah welcome back. Back. The alligator people is over. <laughs> it is, and I think, I don't know what's more shocking, to be honest, the fact that I showed up, uh, or the fact that uh, I didn't get COVID from the, the gator people. That's the, I, how did I go on a fucking nine-hour flight, go doing all that shit, and on another nine-hour flight back, and no covid got everything else but not covid it's it, that was pretty, i got the covid impressive. instead you got it instead you, yeah dude that's the rule only one person can have it at a time it, yeah. yeah it's a shitty rule <laughs> why did we lock ourselves up if only one person has it at a time it's weird but anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> this podcast wouldn't exist without it but you know um it's weird uh but no it's 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 good to be back, I guess. It feels weird, like I say. I've been off it now, so I might be a bit rusty. So hang on tight, guys. If the edit's Don't weird, worry. It only took fault. me three weeks to figure it out. <laughs> now you'll forget when the next time happens. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> everything will be different. Uh, but now, uh, welcome on in, everybody. We've got a really jam-packed show this week. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about because there's been a lot of games recently uh we have got mortal kombat 1 to talk about hunter has played it uh sure, he's got yeah. some impressions i'm sure that we'll dive into shortly um kyle's played the resident evil four separate ways dlc uh because i couldn't be bothered so thank you kyle for also picking it up and saving that uh, so kyle will talk all about that uh hunter's played uh axolotl an indie game that we're going to talk about review copy provided uh say that up front there you go you can't sue us now yeah. stc um, why would it be the FTC? What would it, would it be the FTC? What? Who would it be? Who would it be? I don't, I don't remember who it is exactly, and I'm not FTC even sure if the brain, it technically applies if we don't make money. But I feel like saying thank you is just good manners. We'll say it anyway. Correct. Thanks for the review copy. We appreciate it. Kyle's played Baldur's Gate three, at least some of it. We'll talk about that as well. Hunter's played Gumbrella, and I've played nothing. We'll talk about that too. Uh, this is HGO oh. podcast. We're here every Monday at around five pm UK time to uh, twelve pm Eastern on podcast services at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only where you can look at our stupid faces every week. Um bit of housekeeping for you. We are starting to get into review season, uh Starfield review. We'll I have to be up in the next week and a half, so make sure you're on the YouTube channel for that because we're just going to have to start cruising for that. Uh, I'm sure Hunter has a couple of reviews in the works. Uh, yeah, a lot of reviews should be incoming this week as of when the people see this. There you go. Cool. So, uh, Good job. Look forward to that. It's coming up real soon. So we've got plenty of stuff. As we say, that's not even scratching the surface because when you look at the planet, it's like we've obviously got Assassin's Creed Mirage, Spider-Man 2, Mario Wonder, Alan Wake 2, Mario RPG, Persona 5 Tactica. We've got too much stuff coming up. Um, Dave so make the sure... Diver. <laughs> Dave the Diver. We can't forget about Truly Dave. Truly the most important game. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, we've got so much to cover, so make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we're trying to get 300 subs, so if you can get us ever closer, we'd really appreciate it. We're like 13 off now. Uh, Dude, so... I just want to say we got four subs while I was hosting, and that wow. that feels good for to me. It good feels good for me and my ego. We didn't lose any either, which is great. 
Yay. <laughs> we didn't lose any. Just watch the number decline again. We're like, oh, fuck, the bridge is back. <laughs> get, get going. Like, ah, uh, damn, Kyle's back in the bottom box. We don't like negative it Negative Andy's there. back at it again. Like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got a lot to cover, so make sure you're subscribed on podcasts and on YouTube. And as we get ever close to 300, we do appreciate it. Thank you. Um, like I say, a lot of reviews coming up. Um, I guess we'll start with some uh, some fun catch-up stuff, I guess, before we get into it. So I'll mention this. You made me turn my lights down, but now you can't fucking see it. So I'll turn the <laughs> light back up quickly. Get old idiot. Go. And you still can't really see it that well. Let's do... Da, 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 da. The, I got the Spider-Man PS5 plates and the controller, and the controller staying in the box because if you're new here on the podcast, I bought a reserve controller back like last year just in case. I then got an extra PS5, so that's another controller. I've got three backup controllers now. There's a queue. This one can stay in the box. There's way too many. I have a problem. I don't know what to three do. Three backups all. and two PlayStation fives. Three, yeah, because I fixed it. I fixed my PS5. I have three backup controllers now, too. Because yeah. there's the two that I got when I got my PlayStation, just the two mm-hmm. white ones. I bought a red one because I hate the color white. And then <laughs> my brother bought me the fancy controller earlier this year. You've got, yeah. I've got two, because I've got my launch one, which my dad uses. I've got my purple one. Then I've got the white one from my PS5 version 2. Uh, I've got my... Uh, other black one that i got for black friday with horizon forbidden west both totaling 40 pounds was that was steel and then i've now got this one uh which will not be thrown towards a radiator have... and die like the <laughs> this the spider-man ps4 one i have this one that came with the ps5 and that's all well, she's done you. me good for almost a year you're smart unlike me i now have two playstations i fixed my playstation by the way that saga's over i took it apart <laughs> three times to get it to fix itself and install a new laser third time was the charm guys uh I'm i can't wait it for it to it. beep still because that was the update that killed it was the start of <laughs> I, I i purposely installed that update without the disc in the drive again i was like we're not doing it oh again uh i don't trust it now but it is fixed so that's cool uh that's also why i'm wearing the spider gwen hoodie was because i was like hey look it's all the spider things uh this oh, was also the spider only spider-man things. merch that i could find at disney so um really yeah the the miles morales one was not very good um oh, and i was like same. it's fine gwen stacy's my favorite spider-man character anyway that's a long story maybe that's one for another day anyway um but I, she was like one of th- the reason I my favorite two characters in Spider Man are Miles and Gwen, and the only reason they are is because they're the only two characters that I've ever seen in a comic book and gone. They look really cool. Um, <laughs> every other comic book character, I'm just like that's nerdy as shit. But I don't know why it's the white and pink, and Miles is just Miles is just Miles, so he just gets yeah. instant like swag points done the instantly. So I was like, yeah. But uh, so this is this is what I purchased, and I had to walk up to uh, the guy at Disney and just act very like yeah. What's up, guy? How's it going? Just ignore <laughs> me. I can do this, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's that's it. Like that's my gaming for today. That my fix my PS5 with my gaming this week. I'm gonna leave the light brighter. I look better like this. I'm sorry, Carl. You're just gonna have to put sunglasses on. Um, but yeah, I just haven't had time for games. Um, when we were talking last, which was God two weeks ago, was it? That would have like, been one last episode? game on the show. Yeah. 
Uh, that's all I've played of Starfield. I've played like another five hours, if that, because I just haven't had time to play it. Like, so that's it. Like, the reason the Starfield review isn't out is because I genuinely have not played any of it since, and all I've done is side quests since then. So it's like, ugh, I need to get on it this week. I'll report back next week. Hopefully, I'll have it done. We'll see. I'm not so, um, I'm not so enthusiastic about having it done, but we'll see. Um, anyway, I've rambled enough. That's literally all you're going to hear from me this week because the rest of the stuff has got nothing to do with me. So I'll pass it over, Hunter. Uh, you promised that you'd play this game, Hunter, Mortal Kombat 1. I sure did. Mortal Kombat <laughs> 1. Mortal 1 Kombat. I have picked it up. Not on the Switch. And... Bit of a shame, no. Matt. <laughs> well, you, you see... You the funny version, because, Hunter. Because I have the general intelligence to know that if it's a multi-plat game, the Switch version isn't going to be the one I want. Under most circumstances. Yeah, but Hunter, the Switch 2 can play The Matrix Reloaded and 4K 16 bajillion FPS and Breath of the Wild again. You gotta oh, have faith, Matrix Hunter. Matrix Reloaded. Faith. Good job, Switch 2. You can run a PS2 game, respectively. Oh no, well, it's Reawakens, isn't it? That's the PS5 tech demo. Whatever the t- PS5 oh, tech demo that is. thing. Yeah, that thing. Uh, you know what but... I mean. Anyway. I am yeah, pleased Switch to report that despite the... Uh... Lack of enthusiasm on my part with the previous two games. I actually quite like this one. Nice. Damn. Pack yeah. it up, guys. Glad Time to, to go home. <laughs> Damn it. I thought we could get the negative clickbait out. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I actually rather enjoyed this one. They made some changes that are solid. There are still some things that are uh, lingering that I would have changed. But I guess I'll start with uh, one of the things that they changed uh, from the previous two that they were really hung up on gameplay wise was they had this whole they had this thing where it was like ah yes play these variations of the characters where each character had like three little subclasses and it was real Mm -hmm. stupid because it was just like why couldn't you just it would be too hard to work all of this into a single move set now i have to now you're just reallocating moves that you can do to arbitrary spots and I don't know, other people seem to really enjoy it. They're like, oh, it's three times the movesets to work with. And I'm like, no, nah, it's more like you cut a 16 slice pizza into 32. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of that, and that pleases me. I think this game plays faster than 11 did. 11 was especially sluggish, and I didn't care for very much of the hands on the uh, controller for that one. Um, uh, a lot of the character designs are pretty solid. Um, some are hit and miss. Like, the entire time I was looking at the ninjas in the trailers that I saw, I was like, something off about you. When I've actually played the game, I finally realized it's the masks. The masks are the problem. They're shiny, and they look stupid. <laughs> uh, Only the best critique here. Only the best critique. <laughs> the masks are shiny and stupid. <laughs> They're supposed to be ninjas! Why would you wear a shiny mask? I don't know. <laughs> but like, thankfully that's alleviated because they also have like a little, they have a cosmetic system thing that was also present in Eleven and really bloated. They've pared it down this time. Now you pretty much just, every character has like one thing that you choose to change up about them. Like uh, if you are you can change Kenshi's sword or you can change Sub-Zero and Scorpion's masks or Melina's size as opposed to like getting into the granular doll oh, let's change everyone's shoulder pads and stuff in the Her previous size. games like the ninja no oh size. S-A-I. Yeah. yeah i get it not s-i-z-e 
No. no. Like, you can make her small. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, now no one can hit her. That would be funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess the gameplay thing that they were really honing in on during all the promotional material was the the cameo system, which is like your little assist button, mm-hmm. uh, which in the hands of better players than I, I'm sure is like lovely. But for oh, me, it looks it's super neat. Yeah, yeah, I've watched people chain combos and stuff, and Serena especially seems to be really overpowered. She's the little demon lady. She's got a little knife throw that'll hit people and then come back, hit hit them on the backswing too. It's her, her and Striker were the two that I was seeing a lot at a tournament this weekend. Striker is like (laughs) the worst. Like as as a character, yeah. Conceptually, I hate him. Who wants to play as a regular cop in this game? Or any of these games, I would say. Uh, but, but yeah. Uh, as far as my own application for it, it's a nice little thing to just, you know, push a button. It seems like each direction has a different uh, move that they'll do when you do it. They get their own fatalities and stuff too, which is nice because those are pretty brief and usually little callbacks. Like that's how you see Scorpion's toasty and the Sub Zero spine rip and stuff. Um, the fatalities in general, I think, were better in this game because they decided to finally go back to sticking to one idea and they would be over relatively, like, I wouldn't age three times while watching one. And that Mm -hmm. was an issue in the previous games where it's like, it felt like I was there for like five minutes watching them do three different moves. And I'm like, you know, for being a game that's geared towards adults, the level of violence you're displaying is rather juvenile. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, they've gotten back to just cool ideas this time. Like there was one, Shao Kahn's got one where like jump up in the air and it'll basically just spin you so fast. Your skin rips off from the, uh, um, G force. It's back to being cool and creative this time instead of just, ah, (laughs) Mm. gratuitous and, and an ordeal yeah uh what else that's the single I, player yeah i guess um, one of the main questions is how's the single player is there a, a single of, player there is there's yeah. a story mode and i've heard mixed things about it how are you feeling on it as a whole the, this is the best one of these dedicated story modes they have done okay all without right a, without a doubt nine was something approaching acceptable up until they biffed it in the last 45 minutes and man did they biff it tremendously in that game (laughs) but uh 10 was real bad because they were working off the bones of the aftermath of nine and also a lot of it just didn't make sense and 11 was centered around stupid time travel nonsense for the whole time and their main villain was stupid (laughs) um this game I th- this is this game has a lot of my favorite portrayals of the characters now. Like, uh, I think I like Liu Kang quite a bit in this game, and before he's just been ah, the main character that I don't really care for. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiden's a regular guy now, and I think that suits him a little better. Uh, I like his dynamic with Kung Lao. Kenshi's pretty cool in this one. It's the best design he's ever had. Might be a little biased because now he dresses like me, but hey. <laughs> um, uh, and they give shine to like a bunch of characters that previously were like just the punching bags, like Baraka and Reptile. Both got like actual levels of attention and were something beyond just oh, we're the bad guys' minions. I'm like, oh, this is great. 
I always <laughs> wish they would do more with you. And just the general setups for a lot of the characters, like now Sub-Zero and Scorpion are brothers, which, because I didn't look into anything beyond that, left me wondering. Traditionally, Sub-Zero was actually two people, which were siblings after the one died in between games his younger brother became sub-zero after that which left me wondering what the deal was going to be with the guy who you know hanzo is what scorpion's real name was and i was like wonder what's going on with him or if one of the other sub-zero brothers are being omitted it was uh hanzo that got omitted now it's the typical one the two people that were sub-zero one's now sub-zero and one scorpion it's a Decent enough little dynamic between them. Uh, Katana and Melina are actually sisters this time, which is cool because usually Melina's like a clone with Baraka syndrome. <clears throat> but uh, this time they're actually sisters, and that uh, Baraka thing is like a little sickness that she's that Melina's fighting off. It's a nice little change of pace for a lot of these characters, and it's led to most of them being like my favorite iterations now mm. i guess one thing in terms of performances there's the big the, the elephant in the room i guess on this game that's had the whole uh internet going off uh on a little tantrum you know they, they love these debates these should celebrities be in video oh. games oh, yeah. oh yeah. how bad is megan fox because every uh, everything i've seen from her no offense has been pretty fucking bad <laughs> So in the so she gets she gets like five lines in the story mode and yeah. wow. the, in they're like, not good yeah. though like let's be real <laughs> well, no they're the not most good. expensive they're not... <laughs> five lines you'll ever pay for they're not good but also like they had Ronda Rousey in the last game and that yeah. made me want to go directly ear first into a blender and I yeah. don't and I won't say that about Megan Fox it's just like <laughs> not very good <laughs> into a blender. yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's just such a vivid image. Like, oh my god, Ronda Rousey would... should never be allowed near a microphone ever. Her acting in that was bad. The worst part was she was acting opposite the Cassie Cage, Sonya Blade's daughter, was voiced by Erica Lindbeck. So oh my the most ridiculous, like high and low in the same scene. Definition of voice acting whiplash, dude. Like fucking the eye. But yeah, so like. You won't even hear Megan Fox out of a couple of times unless you're playing like the, and they don't have the banter things unless you're like in the versus mode for some reason. So like, mm -hmm. even if you're doing an arcade mode, you only get like the little intro animations. No one talks. Yeah. Um. So you barely hear her in the story mode, and yeah, it's not good, but also it's not the worst they've ever had. And I also uh, think it, it's funny because it's like obviously there's those couple of lines, but it's like there's a completely different voice actor that's doing all the grunts and all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Christina V is doing v. the grunts, yeah. which you know if they bring Natara back because I don't think that they typically don't repeat celebrity performances <laughs> with this stuff. So um, yeah. if they bring Natara back, you know, it'll probably be Christina V, which is a cool notion because like I think Natara's design is cool. I think they the, the general idea of the vampire lady is. A cool notion that it's it's actually hilarious that it took them until now to bring her back because in Deadly Alliance her little subplot set into motion the plot of like the following two games after that. Mm. She was retrospectively rather important, so it's funny that they just ignored her for the entire uh, next continuity. But uh, as far as like performances and stuff aside from her, they're all really well done. Like, uh, the three ninjas alone are Kaiji Tang is Sub-Zero, uh, Yuri Lowenthal plays Smoke, smoke. 
Yeah. And then uh, Daisuke Ghost of Tsushima, I can't remember his last name, is <laughs> Scorpion. So that is, uh, that is his name. So uh, they just loved right him that there, much they really... named the game after him. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, right there is pretty great, and then like you know some of the actors from the previous game return. Uh, Hari Walgren, the one for Molina and Katana, does a really good job because she portrays like them and like a couple of other people. She does a really good job at making it sound, making them all sound different from each other. Hmm. So. Uh, the guy they got doing Shang Tsung <laughs> chews the scenery immaculately. It's fantastic. Yeah. But but yeah, overall, the story mode was an enjoyable experience. It does get a little stupid towards the end, but... That's what I've heard. Yeah. Some people can vibe with it and some people can't. <laughs> it's... I feel like it's a good kind of stupid for what they were doing. Like, it's definitely the better stupid than what they've previously done. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, overall, this is fun. I beat the story mode, and now I've been working through some of the just getting the arcade endings because, I don't know, I'm still enjoying playing the game, so I'm going to keep doing it for a little while. Fair enough. Have you I'll touched get... any of the online at all? Uh, for the sake of speaking about it, I clicked on it a couple of times last night. How are you finding it? And it, it sure does function the way I expect online stuff. Does it have rollback? Function. I don't know. I don't even know. How it's, I don't even know. All, I'd imagine all, it does. All I, I know is it's it not cross-platform. That's all I know is it's not mm, cross-platform. Not really. You're stuck with who you're stuck with. Um. So there's been a bit of controversy surrounding that. And I kind of agree. I feel like if small indie multiplayer games are having cross-platform play, why the hell is NeverRealm not doing it with their sixty bajillion dollar video game? Like, if you're if you're gonna pay yeah, someone I... to suffer and animate those fatalities, can you not make an engineer suffer and code some cross progression? And cross-play? also, uh, Street Fighter Six launched with crossplay, so I think every like most fighters are launching with crossplay these days. So it's either like, that or it's getting patched in later, like yeah. Guilty Gear did. Yeah, should, but, I feel like you yeah. should have it at this point. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe they're unless just they being, just couldn't get it working. But they're just being silly potentially because also they released a seventy dollars Switch version. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, it does have rollback though, so you're good with yeah, that. So you have does. rollback. Um, you just don't have crossplay, and if you're on Nintendo Switch, you don't have a good video game either. So you know, there's <laughs> there's, there's some drawbacks. Yeah, like for the couple of matches I played, the. Uh, connection was stable the whole time and function mm. didn't feel like when i was losing it was simply because they all knew how to combo you into oblivion and not because of anything like a you know stuttery input hoopla mm. yeah i think it's really interesting because mortal combat is like obviously a huge huge thing right i'm not mm. gonna deny that but it is one of those kind of franchises where I feel like you're either in or you're out, where it's like Street Fighter. People wouldn't shut the fuck up on my timeline about Street Fighter 6. I don't care. I don't know where they came from. They all crawled out <laughs> of the fucking woodwork and like it was On your on timeline? Yeah, just people would show up. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I've not seen anything on Street F- on um, Mortal Kombat at all. And I was like, okay. I'm interested to see how this goes because, you know, Mortal Kombat always has a bit of a hit. I mean, most fighting games have a bit of a hit and miss track record, right? But I feel like Mortal Kombat definitely does have that hit or miss track record. Um, So I'm glad to hear that there is at least uh, some good fun to be had. Uh, Is there anything that we missed that you wanted to cover? 
Um, and they've got like a little adventure mode thing for after you beat the story. If you don't want to do just the arcade tower, it's called Invasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess is tied to their goofy little seasonal thing that they're doing too. Because on top of like the online and stuff, they've got a little store for cosmetics and whatnot, where you get like silver coins on top of your golden coins, and then you can do the real money stuff if you want. But I didn't really look into it too far, except I saw yeah. it. I'm like, oh, I have 4,000 of this seasonal currency. Let's see if anyone's got the cool alternate costumes I could buy. <laughs> Kudos. <laughs> and then I did get a pretty cool one for Scorpion, so there we go. Okay. Fair enough. And obviously, it does have its audience. I was just looking because it's like, I feel like we've had a load of shadow drops this over the past <clears> couple of weeks, <throat> where it's like, there's a load of games that have come out, which could seemingly be big, but have kind of made it like a smaller impact because i was thinking because payday 3 came out this week and i'm like payday 2 was a pretty decent game pretty big game in the pc community and i'm looking at it on twitch and i'm like not only is mortal kombat higher than it not only is overwatch higher than it oof uh but (laughs) not only is the resident evil 4 dlc higher than it which is another (laughs) big oof uh party animals that was that game yeah is higher than it as well so it's just like it just feels weird to me though like there's a load of games that have come out recently that just kind of feel like they've made a bit of a smaller drop so hey fair play biggest win party animals Fifteen thousand viewers as of recording uh on twitch good job (laughs) and they're not all on one stream hell yeah good job guys good job good work um on liza p liza p also came out i didn't have time to play it sorry guys um I've heard it's great though. I've heard that it's surprisingly very, game. very good. Um, which I did play the demo like a couple of months ago, and I was like, it's pretty good. Um, so I'm not shocked in the slightest. <laughs> uh anyway, we're getting off topic. Hunter, would you recommend Mortal Kombat 2? Well, multiple Mortal Kombat 1, not Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, Mortal Kombat uh, 1. Mortal Kombat 2. 2. Everybody else. We're not yeah, there I was gonna yet, say two everybody else. The first one like, just came out. Yeah. It'll probably like, be called 13 next time anyway, because they can never make up their minds. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat uh, 1, 2. Yeah. That's why I've been calling it Mortal 1 Kombat, because that's how it's situated on the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'd recommend picking it up if you like fighting games. Even if you didn't like, I didn't like the last two of these, and I've been enjoying this quite a bit. So, if you're mild, if you're interested in it, because hey, they've got new people and it's like a fresh start or whatever, and even weren't into the last couple, I'd say pick it up. If you think it's entry point, pick it up. And if you already like Mortal Kombat, you probably probably already picked it up. It is like I said, it's a very weird time for it to be coming out, because you know Mortal Kombat, big deal. A lot of times it's like, oh yeah, Warner Brothers finally cries a sigh of relief because it's the one video game that they know will do well when they release it. It's like, oh thank God, we've got something, yeah. we've got more combat, and it's <laughs> coming out, and it's like, it's so busy. <laughs> like you know, we've just had Starfield, we're getting into, we just had, we're getting into Assassin's Creed, we're getting I mean, into Spider Man. Bu- it like, is busy, but also it's. I feel like it found a decent enough pocket because it is yeah, there's like no norm- other fighting game it is a normie out. game to some extent too it very much is a normie game i understand it's not even yeah. a, i wouldn't even it's i i the way i describe it is for most fighting game if you're like a proper fighting game fan you probably have another fighting game you care about more because i've like every person that i talk to who's a fighting game fan is like i really like tekken or i really like mm. street fighter or blaze blue or you know um all Guilty the other gear. weird ones, Guilty Gear, there you go. All the little weird ones that kind of like, 
I'm just make I just over. making fun of Arc System. Apparently, I don't know why. <laughs> um, but they're great. But you know what I mean. It's like for the most part, it's like a very much more casual-ish audience that loves Mortal Kombat, yeah. and it's also huge competitively as well. Obviously, but yeah. It, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to move on because I feel like I'm just digging myself know. into a hole. I feel like someone's going to fatality me in this <laughs> if I carry. I on. mean, for me, like. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, like the vibe of it, just doesn't appeal to me. So I usually just stay oh, away I, no, from I it. No, I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the vibe of Mortal Kombat. I I respect <laughs> the history and what it's yeah, done for I respect the, the what genre. It's done. Um, and video not games as a whole, it's just not for me. Yeah, it's just as soon as it went to like properly realistic graphics, that's when I'm like, eh, it's gone. Yeah, like, I don't like it. <laughs> Like oh, it. dude! I played a little bit of ten and eleven to refresh my uh, impressions on those, and I just remembered, like, for some reason, ten decided, ah, this is the one where we're gonna be like, like, uh, you would have expected nine, the one on the PS3, to be the one that's desaturated and devoid of color. No, no, that was the one with ten, and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot how lame this all looked. <laughs> oh, ten, I I remember specifically remember ten as like the one that will be ingrained into my mind of just oh you probably saw the trailer where scorpion like cuts off their face and the brain comes out just everything like the box art everything about that game was just so just so gross boring like yeah just no just like it was just it was just i was playing uh, that era of video games i was playing like a little i was playing the arcade as ermac and there was a there was like a stage where it was like storming and whatnot and because of the way the game is lit, Ermax the Red Ninja, um, oh, because you. of the way the game was lit, I'm, uh, it looked like he was the noob, the black ninja, <laughs> just because you could barely tell there was red on him. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> I'm glad they, I'm glad that the visual style of this one, this, uh, well, 11 had color too, but I feel like they nailed down on making it yeah. look a little better in this one. The environments are great in this game. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, let's move on because we've still got way too much to talk about, I guess. So, from one type of uh, gore to another type of gore, Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways came out. I've seen a lovely couple of uh, gruesome death scenes in this one, so uh, that's fun. Uh, the DLC is out, hun- uh, Kyle. I-, I went to Hunter straight away. I just, in my brain, I'm just like, Resident <laughs> Evil equals Hunter. Take it away. <laughs> no, Kyle, you've played it for us. Uh it came out out of nowhere. It was announced a week and a half ago, and it's here. So, um, how are you feeling? It's about four hours, right? It's a small little, it's, it's a little extra bit of DLC. Not, it's a little nice little bite-sized little story adventure. I enjoyed my time with next? it. Yeah. It was like four, four and a half hours, seven Which chapters. Which I think is what everyone was expecting. Yeah. I don't think anyone was expecting a huge, um, I wasn't like, expansion to, to like, it. Nah, the other game or anything like that. No. Yeah. Especially when this... you think that they've also worked on mercenaries and converting it into a VR mode, and then <laughs> yeah. are probably working on Resident Evil Nine, and or trying to figure out how to make good Resident Evil Five. You know, they've got a lot on that. Still their flipping plate. a coin to see if it's Code Veronica or Resident Evil Five next. <laughs> After seeing all this Wesker stuff, I'm like, I feel like like they they love Wesker that much that I'm like, they're, they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna go to Five, and Code Veronica fans are gonna cry. Wesker's um, in Code Veronica. I know oh, he bless. is, but I feel like they're just like you know. We just want to see Chris punch a boulder and Wesker be like go crazy. <laughs> you know, we just want that. We just want it. 
um but anyway we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about separate ways which is we're here to talk story. about something that actually uh, exists for now <laughs> for now you know what capcom's like dude we're like knowing that we're 18 months away from another three resident evil games because they just crank them <laughs> out and then they're still good um yeah. so yeah thank you re engine it's definitely the engine and not the people that make it yeah definitely <laughs> so anyway separate ways four hours stars ada how you how do yeah. you think how are you feeling i well i'm done with it i really enjoyed it it was it was just a lot of fun going back to resident evil 4 and it was kind of annoying them <laughs> the game drops you out right like the game's the first thing you do in that game is fight a boss oh, as cool. your as your first bit of gameplay so i'm like all right learning in a dangerous environment what's the shoot button what's the what's the ready my gun button how do i knife well i mean to be fair if you're like me when i played resident evil 4 earlier this year for the first time uh because everyone's like oh you know these games the survival horror you don't get much ammo so it was like for me it's kind of similar situation i didn't fire my gun until I was at the village and being chased by everybody and shitting myself. So it was like, you know, <laughs> it's like the death by fire. Just chuck you in. See what yeah. happens. What, what could possibly go wrong? Right. Um, but no, once I once I was back in actually playing the game, um, it was a lot of fun. It was it was just a lot of fun being back to playing Resident Evil 4. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the game only came out earlier this year, but I'm like, I, I forgot just how fun the vi- the game was resident yeah. evil's good <laughs> it's a fun game that's why that honestly like we, about a month and a half ago before i left that's the last thing i did was i went and replatinumed it which re- mm. required me playing through the game another five or six times and that's why i'm not playing the <laughs> dlc not because i don't like resident evil 4 i bought it straight away but it was like you know I have literally just played another 40 hours of this game. I'm still burned out. I'm so burnt out, especially because the DLC trophies require you to do at least another three playthroughs of just separate ways. And I'm like, yeah, when you're speedrunning and skipping cutscenes, it's probably only like 90 minutes, but it's yeah. still like four and a half to six hours of playing this still. And I'm like, eh, I'm st- I can wait. It'll be fun. Mm. But um, I guess my main question is, is how does it differ to the main story? Is it ju- like, because... Does Ada play differently? Does she have some uh, um, different movesets that are different to Leon? Does she have different... what What's going on here? Different weapons? For, what's happening? For the most part, she's pretty similar to Leon. She starts with a pistol and a submachine gun. But, okay. you know, then you can go ahead and just... Uh, you can purchase the the usuals. You get you know, you got your sniper. Um, There's a rocket launcher you can buy at one point and there's a of course. there's a cro- there's a crossbow you can just find in a level i never yeah. m- messed around with that well if it's anything I... like crossbow in the base game it wasn't really worth your time there was a crossbow in the base game I yeah and, you know, <laughs> i forgot I, about that i got excited because i'm like oh man maybe that maybe they saw the you know mikami's other work in the evil within and we're like oh the crossbow was sweet in that game <laughs> and then <laughs> it was not as good in this one the arrows had zero sauce behind the hits Aww. and yeah well they give you exploding arrows in this so maybe the maybe that's better those were also a present oh i didn't even realize there was a crossbow in base don't game worry, i platinum the game and got every weapon in it and still don't remember having the crossbow <laughs> <any point> either. so 
Oh. That is one of the requirements is to have every weapon. So I, uh, technically speaking, head. I think it calls it something like the bolt thrower. So oh, that ah. fucking awful thing. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> shit stinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's bad. but no. I mean, Ada, she does play similar to how Leon played, but she also has the grappling gun with her that she can, so you can use that to like close the gap between enemies. And oh, at cool. one point, you can unlock a move that lets her grapple shields away from enemies, which is really neat. Oh, oh cool. that's cool. That's cool, because can... shield enemies were some of my least favorite parts of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> they really do just mess up the feng shui of kneecap somebody, kick them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you get <laughs> to the island in the end. Plan. <laughs> Especially because when you're in the castle and stuff, the shields are made of wood, so you can at least go, okay, yeah, at least they, shoot at least the wood off of the shield, the shotgun. hit them in the knee. Yeah. Ah. Whereas when you get to the island, then they have metal shields, and you're just like, oh, this fucking sucks. Now I've got to, like... <laughs> Try and fancy a process. And... Yeah, now I gotta like... stick and move. This is silly. Now I gotta think. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't like thinking. True. But yeah. She also got some cool flippy kicks for her melee stuff, which is just fun to watch. Yeah. I love me a good flippy kick. Yeah. Uh, how's the story? Obviously, you've got returning favorites, I guess. Like, say, you've got Ada. You've got uh, Luis is in it at some point. Luis is uh, in it. We have got. He's the uh, first thing you see in the game. Oh, He's just dancing in a prison cell. It's great. Thank Amazing. God for that. And I love this guy. You've obviously got Wesker as well, uh, mm-hmm. who is a presence. Which yeah, I don't know. They're, I they're not, doing a like... lot of foreshadowing for Wesker for whatever's next. Well, they kind of have to since most people, like a lot of people, have come yeah. into this with, with Resident Resi Evil 2. Two now, and Wesker wasn't in that one. He was right. in the one before that, which and had a remake, but it wasn't the uh, kind of remake they've been doing. And he wasn't in three either, correct? No, he wasn't. Okay, I played three once and beat it in like a day. <laughs> it was which really short, have, yeah, which, 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 which is like about the length of this DLC. To be fair, so it's yeah. like you know. Like... <laughs> You could beat both. Like that'd be a fun challenge. Which one can you finish first? The DLC separate <laughs> ways, or the entirety of the Resident Evil Three remake? Let's find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> we put them side by side. Yeah, comparison. But it's it's weird, right? Because you know, obviously, separate ways was in the PS2 version and the future ver- releases of Resident Evil Four. It's obviously something mm-hmm. that we were expecting. Um, yeah. But like you say, with its like focus on Wesker, the little bits that I have seen, they have changed some things up. There are there's the return of some and yeah. there's a boss that like, wasn't uh, was supposed to be in base game but is at now in separate ways, so they brought a boss that people were missing. From what I understand reading some tweets from people who are, you know, familiar with Resident Evil four and how it was originally, most of what was missing from the base game is, has been retooled to work in this. Hmm. As far as I understand. So yeah, I... or they've changed the way things go about. Like, they've removed fights and stuff because they're like, okay, Ada, what? Well, like, for our version of retelling it, Ada, it wouldn't, doesn't make sense for Ada to be there. Yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. swap some stuff around. But, like I say, for the most part, it, it, it feels like... It feels like they knew that they were doing this going in. Whereas, like, from... 
you know, separate ways perspective. It was like, it's a cool little thing we'll chuck on so that people buy the game again because we want people to buy Resident Evil 4 again. As if people need another reason to buy Resident Evil 4 or, or to buy it for the first <laughs> time on PS2, right? But they were like, we need something. We need something to put on the back of the box. Whereas this time, I bet they, I feel like when they were making the main scenario, they were like, okay, so we don't, we don't, we can't figure out where to fit this stuff in. We can move it into separate ways. We can sort some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a smart move, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's a smart move to do DLC for this game because obviously, why would you not do Resident Evil yeah. 4 DLC? Um, but yeah, I don't know. What you got anything else to say about it, Kyle? I don't. Know. It's a weird one. Like I said, it's like a four-hour expansion. Yeah, you know what Resident h- Evil 4 remake is? If you played it's it, hard, it's really hard to talk about, especially for you two. Who, mm. I mean, Hunter hasn't played this separate ways. And Ethan hasn't played it either, but it's on the list. I mean, it, I mean, it was a good, it was a good time. I'm, I'm always glad to play more Resi Four. And there was a really cool post-credit scene that got a big smile out of me because I knew what it was. Oh man! And it just made me chuckle. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I don't know. It's someone who has not played all the other Resident Evil games, but like I don't know why. It's like. We've had this discussion before about Dark Souls, how I've always said that I don't know much about Dark Souls. The game that I know the most about is Dark Souls 2, which is, <laughs> to most people, is mind-blowing because it's the fucking worst one. But I've seen my friends suffer through Dark Souls 2 and no other game, so I just love that game and I think there's so much stupid <laughs> shit about it. And the same kind of goes for Resi 5, where it's like, that's the game I know the most about in terms of Resident Evil because of all the shit posts of like Chris punching a boulder or fucking Wesker or stuff like that. It's like, all that kind of stuff is like implanted into my mind, even though I've never played that video game. So it's like, I'll be perfectly happy if they do Code Veronica next, but there's just a, there's a small part of me that's like, I need to see Chris punch a boulder in, in like 4K. I need that. I need that. Please. I don't care how long it takes. I will wait, and I will be there day one. I mean, yeah, I'll pick up whatever Resident Evil game comes out next, but there's probably a part nine. Of me... You hope it's at least nine. I'm praying yeah. it's nine. Um, <laughs> there's a part of me that really does hope that it is Resi Five as the next remake because I just want to see how the modern Resident Evil team handles that game. Hopefully, by splitting it into two scenarios. <laughs> Hopefully. It, like it's if, weird if they have right? it seems if like man, the easy answer if yeah. mandatory co-op is a thing that exists in the remade resident evil 5 i feel Hunter, like i'll play it with you yeah but i feel like <laughs> that's a gross miscalculation of yeah why the rest of what you've been doing has been working yeah that that's too. why it gets more interesting from this point onwards because obviously four <clears throat> beloved the best in the franchise for a lot of people now mm-hmm. when they're looking at re- remakes yeah they have code veronica but like you know code veronica five six these are kind of games now where it's like veronica they could do a very good job of they can re- freshen it up make it look good but for right. five and six in particular there's some work that has to be done with those ones like those are going to yeah. have to be very much different video games and i hope that they go that way <laughs> yeah if that makes sense because I, I, I mean five yeah. came out like at the peak of bro shooter games yeah popularity yeah. good old 2009 yeah. yeah and then three came out right at the end of the generation where it was like uh, sorry six came out when it was like right at the end of the generation it's like what i don't know what the fuck six was <laughs> i don't know what they were trying <laughs> they tried something That's... they tried a lot of things it was messy <laughs> 
game I, I like, campaigns. Oh no. A remake of six would be so interesting because it's like like you'd have to just take concepts at that point to go right how do we make this work yeah yeah because like it'd be the opposite situation where i say five should split the scenarios give one to chris and one for sheva because that'd be better six has arguably too many (laughs) consolidate yeah yeah Mm. so maybe interweave it make chris and leon the two playable characters which I think you'd have to. to I feel like you'd have to, especially because it's like, I, like what, one of six's fourth scenario. Six's fourth scenario is Ada, so like you can merge that with Leon's pretty easily. Yeah, I suspect because it's just, it's, like, it's so weird to me, right? Because it's like, especially now that we've had two and four, and it's like, for, especially because it seems like the most popular of the remakes has been two and four. Obviously, you've got like this kind of you've got this kind of fan base and not to say that leon wasn't already like the one one of the most popular resident evil characters if not the most popular but with the remakes that's kind of doubled that down now where you do have a group of resident evil fans who have solely played the remakes and they really like leon and then it's like what have you got to look forward to well you've got like a sixth of six to look forward to like a fourth (laughs) of six to look forward to and then would you like to watch some animated movies (laughs) like you know it's like we've not like (laughs) unless nine or some future actual resident evil has plans for leon it's like i feel like they should it, it's a very weird place now, <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, if, the, if, if, if that means that 6 has to be focused more on Leon and, you know, streamlining, perfectly yeah, fine. If they retooled that. 6, like, completely, like, because for being, like, this hoorah thing fan service for the franchise, absent from 6 was also Jill wasn't there at all, Claire wasn't there at all, there were, like, some glaring omissions of people who you think they would have put in the game when they were going all full fan service with it and it's weird because they've not got like they've not they've not gone that way ever again either so it's like seven and eight are very much separate entities so it's like it's i feel like the problem with resident evil is it has too many characters and it particularly has too many good characters that people like so then you end up having these long waits where it's like unless you're a massive fan like i say you're watching the movies that keep coming out on like netflix or blu-ray and you're like okay gotta gotta find whatever this is and it's like people seemed to really like death island for some reason (laughs) my dad was watching it on the plane i'm like what the fuck are you doing like i I haven't seen it yet i watched i watched the first two of those cg movies uh regeneration or whatever i don't remember what it was the one that came out before five it had like a little preview for five in its little extras tab and then Mm. i watched the one after that because both of those had leon and i like leon (laughs) but uh, i kind of lost track of them after those two it's just bizarre like i say the whole thing with resident evil is bizarre like we have no clue what nine's setting up we have no nine's gonna be a very interesting video game because I feel like everybody kind of had, a, I don't want to say we had an inkling, but it's like we had a feeling like we, like after seeing Seven and obviously with, with the way the story went and stuff like that, in my head, I was like, I feel like I always thought that Eight would be a continuation in some way, shape or form. But now I'm like, yeah, it'll still, like, we're just, I was like, that was the end of the Ethan Winters story. So I'm like, who fucking knows what's happening in Nine? So it's like, it's kind of weird to be like, who knows? It could be a game about an old character. They could fuck them all off again and do something completely new. Who knows what Resident Maybe. Evil Nine's going to be? Give Claire another game. She deserves it. If you're she, not des- gonna re- she deserves it. If you're not going to remake Code Veronica, just give Resident Nine to Claire. Yeah. 
Maybe do another multiple. Maybe do another multiple character one. Yeah, could do that too. Who knows? Anyway, I assume, like I say, assume you recommend it, Kyle, because it's more yeah. Resi Four. Hell yeah, it's more Resi Four. Pick, pick it up, guys. It's only like ten dollars. Why not? Mm-hmm. What a deal! Yeah. Ten dollars for four hours of a good video game sounds good to me. It's not bad. Yeah, especially since it, we said it's pretty much comparable to the runtime of the remake of three. <laughs> that was charged <laughs> full price. <laughs> when you think about it, when you think about base Resident Evil Four is like what eighteen hours? So it's yeah, like something like that for seventy dollars. If you think about it, four four hours for ten—that's a that's a steal. Like you're getting you're getting like a quarter <laughs> you're getting a quarter of the game for like a sick for the price. That's a good deal. Like take it up. Yeah. Why not? You get Wesker. What can I say? Um, moving on. Let's talk back a lot. Let's do it. Oh, um, so we've been talking about this game quite a bit. Uh, in the lead up to its release because of just how goofy a premise it is and how it was very much up hunter's alley uh review copy as we said provided by the fine folks over at playstack and two awesome studio thank you for the review copy there will be an actual review coming up but we do appreciate it uh as always uh so yeah hunter tell us what is axolotl all right, it's a top-down like shoot 'em up game where you take control of a an angry axolotl who had their food and the rest of their family stolen, but they're much more concerned about the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same TBH. You can keep the kids. I just want my fucking food back. <laughs> Pretty much, um, and it uses a roguelike structure to send you through this, you know dungeon crawling little shoot 'em up experience here uh mm-hmm. it was really funny the first night i was playing this like i would not say that this game is overwhelmingly difficult and the first boss i would not say is very hard at all but for some reason and i recognized this even that night i was like this isn't even that hard megara was harder why can't i beat this guy <laughs> like my brother and i were like passing the controller back and forth and it took us like seven tries to beat the first boss and we're both sitting it took us a while to even get there i'm just sitting here like what's the deal i feel like i feel like this is i'm making this harder than it is somehow but uh uh they do a good job of introducing a solid variety of stuff to you know, go about doing the run with. You start off with your standard AK, and as you do that, you unlock extra weapon or other weapons that you can replace that with to start your run out with. Um, mm-hmm. That's that one, or whatever you take in with you is designated as your primary weapon, and its uh, ammo is infinite. Uh, you'll have to reload, but you'll always have ammo. Uh, you get secondary weapons that usually hit harder or do something else, all from like the same kind of subclasses of rifle, shotgun, sniper rifle, uh, laser beams, etc. Um, and those have the potential to be, you know, even stronger as you go along more. You pick up like gems and other currency. You can go talk to this cat that'll be like, ah, here's some guns, and it'll be put into the rotation 
for you to find in the weapon chests as you're doing your runs. Hmm. I gravitated most towards the shotguns, mostly because very early on the cat was selling like the Doom shotgun. And I was like, oh, it's a legendary weapon too? Very cool. I'll take that. And then I just really didn't buy much more because why dilute the pool? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I ended up eventually beating the game with. Um, aside from that, they've got the typical, like, you'll get the power-up uh, ability kind of rooms where you go in. A lot of it'll be like, uh, leave a trail of fire or goo, etc. There's a, there were a few of those. There's a bunch of HP up kind of, uh, little ability cards you can get. There's some that give you shields. Um, but yeah, a lot of that's, um, present there. There's generic, like, health upgrades as well that you can get. There's a shop. The, the kind of roguelike standard things there. I wouldn't say it's as in-depth gameplay-wise as something like Hades or Returnal, but hey, if those mechanically are a little overwhelming for you, this might be a little easier to get into. Um, mm -hmm. You can pick up baby axolotls as well, but basically you can... Can you uh, use the correct term, please, Hunter? It's called an axolotl. Can we can I was use the correct there. term, please? <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like there should be some kind of you know integrity in terms of reviewing Hunter. I feel like we've been through this before. I feel like you should use the correct term. Thank you. Yeah, but anyway, the axolotls um, serve <laughs> as like a cosmetic um, switch up where they'll be like printed differently, like and just it, yeah. straight up rip from other animals too. Like there's a corgi. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, or just other such things like that, and. Uh, on top of being cosmetic switch up, um, you have to like, you have to do these little, little rudimentary Tamagotchi tasks to nurture them and then feed them once to make them grow all the way. When you feed them, you can, uh, depending on what you feed them, it'll adjust what their little passive ability thing is that you get. There's like things on recharge there where like, uh, one of them's you can re-roll the abilities if you don't like what's in your options when you get one of those or ones you can uh if you stand still for a little bit you can heal mm -hmm. every once in a while or uh there's another one where it's like ah oh, you can have a weapon chest drop in for you whenever you want kind of yeah thing. and aside from that there's a there's a very uh there's an there's like a permanent upgrade thing you can go and do and there aren't really that many. It just kind of is like standard damage upgrades and uh, quicker reload time and stuff. There wasn't that much, and honestly, it didn't feel like it made that... The only one that felt like it made that big of a difference was uh, um, you could buy like a healing room for each area, and that kind of helped. But the rest of them felt like I was just kind of doing because they were there mm -hmm. as far as the upgrades to take. Fair and yeah, I think that about covers it. The writing is very charming. Just its whole sense of a personality there was great. Like the, uh, like there's a little intro movie that has a, it's like a, if an Animal Planet thing was narrated by the dude who did the Stanley Parable. I don't think it's <laughs> actually right. the dude who did the Stanley Parable, <laughs> but it's like the same kind of vibe where it's yeah, very yeah. sarcastically uh divulging the information about the axolotls to you. <laughs> and then from there, just like the uh, 
general a lot of the item descriptions and stuff are very tongue-in-cheek like uh a lot of referential stuff too like uh one of the bosses is a is like a snake and they have a little sound effect right before they pop out of the ground that's like similar to the metal gear solid alert beep i was like oh nice i appreciate (laughs) that and it's a bunch of charming stuff like that it goes a decent way of setting this game apart. No, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I just, all I remember is, yeah, because I, I saw this in the trophy list, because one of the trophies is called DMCA, and one of the bosses is called Hello Kitty, but with Hal apostrophe O Kitty, so it's like, oh, oh, yeah. that's, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some cute writing. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I like to say it's it's a very cute and ch- like it's, it's very charming looking. Like I say, I think it's very. I think the most of the things I've seen about it is that yeah, it's a bit easy. It's a bit um, simple, I guess is the word that I should probably. I mean, to be fair, the last uh, two areas yeah. they start getting. The last two areas are a bit more challenging, where yeah, sometimes not necessarily in the best ways. There was one enemy, but I feel like it had I. I felt like I was taking damage that I wasn't really able to detect where it was coming from. Like I stepped on an invisible trap or something mm. or whatnot, which might've just been like a glitch that kept happening and could be patched out, but you know, here and there, but eventually I made it through a beat the final boss on my first try. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Would you recommend it for what you played yeah, so far? I sure would. It is enjoyable, and it's only like twenty bucks. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, check it out if you're interested in it. If you're like your little uh, roguelite, uh, I don't know. If you like Gungeon, if you like stuff like that, this is probably up your alley. So go check that out, uh, I guess. And thank you for the review copy as well. Yeah, thumbs up. Thank you. Let's move on because we've got so much to talk about. Ah! What's next? Ugh. What's next on the list, Kyle? What's next? I think it's Baldur's Gate. Oh, joy. I love RPGs. I love fantasy. I love Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah, dude. I this love... is every. This is all your favorite things. I love board games. I love everything. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Big fan. <laughs> this game, we, along with everybody <laughs> else, along with the entire games industry, along with Phil Spencer himself, no one believed in this game, yet it's the little game that could. Uh, game of the year contender for many. Uh, a game that came out of nowhere, Baldur's Gate Three. You you decide you 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 bit into the FOMO, Kyle. You saw it released on PS Five, and you were like, "I need to try it." And I was curious. Have. So, how much time have you put into Baldur's Gate Three? I put it in about twenty hours. Okay, twenty twenty two hours. Now, worth. if you're new here, guys, guys, if you're newer to the podcast, twenty hours is an interesting number because I don't know if you've ever noticed. Hunter. 20 hours can mean anything in Kyle terms. 20 hours can mean that he's really liked it. 20 hours is also a lot of the time a cutoff point for Kyle. So let's find out, guys. <laughs> Kyle, this is 20 hours is genuinely like I could I would put a good guess that you put a lot like 20 hours into most games that you've quit on as well. So it's unless like you know, unless they're over before. You know that. what? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> like Ghost of Tsushima, I feel like you probably put like 20 hours max in. Like, that's not like no more. That's fair. I feel like that's I your put, cutoff point. I put, I put less than 20 hours into Horizon, though. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty unsold on that one pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> 20 hours, Kyle. How, what is your opinion on Baldur's Gate 3? So, in 20 hours, that yep. is how long it took for me to get out of the first map of the oh, video fuck. game. <laughs> Red. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> to hit the next map of story progression, it was 20 hours. Now, granted, a lot of that was doing side quests and stuff like that. Okay. But I also haven't played the game again since getting to the second map. Because I'm like... I enjoyed a lot of this people's game. experience from with The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> I want to open this by saying I did enjoy my time with Baldur's Gate 3. I think this game is fantastic, but I also think that it's a very difficult game for me to recommend to anyone who either isn't super into RPGs or has never someone who's never played any tabletop Dungeons and Dragons like games before because this is just a very nerdy numbers based JR not even JRPG just a regular RPG sorry JRPG it it's brain autofill <laughs> just a yeah. regular RPG it's very yeah. nerdy no, very number heavy very nerdy I mean, into the nitty gritty of things. You're as far die, as its general, yeah. like uh, rolling the dice, uh, <clears throat> D and D nonsense goes, I feel like a lot of other games still do that. You just they don't present it. Yeah, like, like Dragon Age, for example. You know, I had to my character had to inherit stats that had to pass checks all the time. It's just you don't have a dice rolling it. It's just right. if it worked or not. You know, it happens sometimes. Happens. Well, you have systems like that in general, like in like, yeah, it, like yeah. persuasion or you know, you know, checks and stuff like that. Like you'll have those in mm. Bethesda RPGs all the time, where you have to try and convince somebody, and you have stuff that's like got a higher chance of succeeding, lower chance, and you just have a pass or fail skill check kind of thing. Games have them. It's just a lot of them try and they simplify try and it at it. least visually for the player, so that they don't have to constantly think about it. And I mean, the thing about D and D for me that has never really worked is, at least for me, is obviously you're talking to me. I have a short attention span, so someone is like, yeah. I was playing board. I was playing a board game with some friends earlier this week, and I actually had a good time. But it was mainly because it was like it was pretty simple to understand. And once everything kind of w was moving, I was like, okay, I understand it now. But when you first lay it on me, and there's like, here's the rule set. Here's all this stuff. Here's twenty million things that can possibly happen. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking make it stop. It hasn't started yet, and I don't want to be a part of this, right? <laughs> and I feel like for D&D, &D, yeah. it's very much... It depends on who you're with, right? If you have a good dungeon master, if you have a good kind of group to do it with, I'm sure it's great. But for mm -hmm. a lot of people, they'd like to think they have it. They probably don't. Like, not everybody is a Matthew Mercer. <laughs> not everybody is a great storyteller, right? Right. And so to have something like Baldur's Gate 3, where it very much is that experience, where you've, like, you've got a good story, you've got... I feel like it's like, this is the best chance. If you're going to like something like a tabletop RPG... This is a this is your best chance, right? You've got this story, you've got the gameplay. You've just got to get over those hurdles, and I feel like that's mm -hmm. going to be the biggest kind of like teething point for a lot of people, and mainly console people. When I think about this, because PC PC players, you're another breed. You can deal with anything, right? I feel the like entire mutation you, of nerds. PC players, are. <laughs> you can boot up games on Steam and figure out if your PC will run it well with whatever bullshit specs that are put on there by a developer, which I don't have time for. Right? 
you'll be fine. But for console people, we've got some skill we've got some skill issues, okay? We're gonna we're gonna run into problems. So I feel like that's gonna be the biggest gripe with this game is can you click with its systems or not? Because I feel like if you can, you're gonna have a brilliant time. If you don't, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a problem and you're just gonna not click with it. How are you feeling as a whole on it? As you say, you've done the first area. It's a very long game. That also doesn't help. It's like a hundred hours right. long. Coming from yeah. the Persona fan, but you know, it's a hundred hours long. <laughs> You've got to be into it if you want to commit that amount of time into a video game, right? So, how are uh, you feeling? I mean, I was I was enjoying my time with it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know if it was just burnout from coming home from work and playing it every day and just getting tired. But yeah. I mean, the game is fun. I think the combat can be a bit a bit tricky to get a handle on sometimes you mm. know figuring out how you can position all all four of your party members into a way that makes sense yeah so that you're not getting mollywopped by enemies constantly mm. um it's it's kind of like mm, i don't know if that's a good comparison i was gonna say kind of like like a just like a regular strategy rpg Mm-hmm. but less clear on where the danger zones are. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, how is the story? How are you finding the story? Is it like you say, it's, it's, I assume it's very typical fantasy. Oh, it starts with some gross eyeball stuff. Oh, good. Uh, I, yeah. I love a bit of uh, Lovecraftian. <laughs> I've heard about the opening of this game, and I'm like, ah, oh, very intriguing. <laughs> You get a you get a brainworm shoved into your eyeball by a tentacle man. Oh, good Resident Sick. Evil. You can't <laughs> escape. Um. So if you're not a fan of eyeball stuff, this might not be the game for you. Uh, you I want to find who's a fan files. of eyeball can... stuff. That's what I want to know. And I'm like, hey, I'm not one the to shame. But... Of files. <laughs> Look yeah, at who's true. on the right side of the screen. True. True. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a fan. It just doesn't scare me. Uh, it, it doesn't scare it me. Either. It doesn't mean I don't like it. Like, it doesn't mean I like it though. I'm like, um, you know, I can there do are certain out. things that just make me feel uncomfortable, Hunter. One of those things about... is eye is things going into an eyeball. Oh, I hate it. I hate not it. a fan. Like, like it just in general. It's like um, speaking of things I'll never just finish. Unpleasant things i'll never finish right cowboy bebop right the fucking eye thing like the in the first episode the red oh, mist yeah. shit yeah nah oh, like, yeah, even yeah, in that yeah. i'm like yeah grim no hmm. anything to do with eyes i'm just not a fan um but yeah so you obviously you have your weird lovecraftian nightmares and then you move on to more of a general all i know i'm not gonna lie right i've heard whispers of Baldur's gate 3 i've heard a lot of people talk about it but all i've heard about it is either this game's horny this game's not horny enough this game is like it's just like it just it's just like everybody's just like about the characters which is a good thing for these kinds of games because it's the most important thing is having a party and just in general Mm -hmm. having really good characters because yeah that's what's going to pull you through it right it's why a lot of jrpgs either uh, like the, I feel like the difference between a good and bad RPG, it's JRPG, a lot of the times is how bearable and good the cast is, right? I feel like you yeah, can put kind of lives and dies on that yeah. because yeah, all of them, no matter what they are, tend to do the Act Three exposition. Hi ho, hi ho! It's the off end. the fight, God we go, and then yeah, yeah, basically. So how how much you're going to tolerate that is going to depend on how much you enjoy the characters. 
Oh, 100%. And I, I feel like it's the same with this game, where it's like, you know, I don't want to say that the pace of the game is to a crawl, right? But it very much is a slow burn. You're very much living in it that is. world for a long period of time. You're going to need some characters that you care about, especially if you're going to have like six million romance options. You're like, you need to make sure one of them clicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or five, if you're literally Reddit. So, you know, <laughs> take your pick, guys. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's very hard for me to ask questions about this game because other than knowing it's very much D&D in video game form, uh, that it's horn, that it's slightly horny, and that uh, people like it. I don't know much about it. Hunter, do you have any questions? Dude, honestly, um, I don't think I could even tell you that much about it. The story hasn't really evolved much. I don't really you, have. You finished much Act in One, right? Of... <laughs> or was that you not even the end of Act One? Just one. one. Yeah. I finished Area One. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't really have much in the way of questions. I haven't looked very deeply into it myself. I've just, from what I do know about it, it's something I want to get to at some point. And I've also I mean, seen. I the, feel like it's... I've also seen the scene where you kick the squirrel into the tree and they explode. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I have not seen that. That's a spoiler. I either. That's a spoiler. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It could potentially not happen for you, so it's not a spoiler. True. For your not. Exact experience. True. I don't know. It, like I say, it's one of those games where obviously with something that's this highly regarded, I feel like it's one of those games where it's like, I'm going to have to try it eventually, even if I don't mm. click with it. It's just one of those games. It might be an ocarina where I play it for three hours and go, yeah, this isn't my jam. Uh, hey, dude, I can I'm going to go play something else. You. Yeah, I don't know. We have the beauty of share play. Can't do oh, that yeah. in ocarina. Yet. You know what's really funny? This is not got anything to do with Baldur's Gate at all. But uh, my uh, Nintendo Switch online ran out, and I accidentally clicked the wrong button. So now I have the fucking stupid expansion pack. Oh my Don't, god! Like, yeah, so now I have the stupid expansion pack. So I was like, you know, I could give Ocarina of Time another chance now, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I no. don't want that. You have too much other stuff to do. I do have too much other stuff to do. You could also play Majora's Mask instead. I could. Yeah, the, I could also play Banjo-Kazooie, which I never finished. That, that I started like I played half of it and never finished it. There's plenty of stuff I could do. I could now play Mario Party. Where, where's everybody else at? I could play Mario Party 3 online with myself. It's going to be great. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Mario Party 3's not on there. Oh, sorry, Mario Party 2. Who cares? Humping Toad's on there. That's all I care about. <laughs> Pirate Ship Toad. The Captain Toad. Let's go. The real Captain Toad. <laughs> yeah! Um, anyway. Baldur's uh, uh, Gate 3. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good-ass video game. If you if you have the time for it, I would recommend it. It's also only it. digital only at the moment, which I find bizarre. Oh, it is digital really? only. Really? Yeah, there's no physical copy of it oh, as of right now. I didn't know that. That's also yeah. really annoying. I only bought the digital out of convenience. Like, oh, didn't realize that was my only choice. Yep. Huh. Like, I don't want to wait. I don't know. Maybe well, you're going to have to wait now, is it? By the time I actually get around to it, maybe it'll be physical. Who knows? Uh... <laughs> that Baldur's Gate 3 will be getting a physical edition. The only problem is you have to be in Japan to get your hands on it. That's oh. so... Ah, I got a physical caveats. copy. It's like the Ace Attorney trilogy um, isn't getting a physical copy outside of Japan. 
and the other <laughs> one they did also didn't. But for some reason, the great Ace Attorney did. I don't understand. Well, let's be real. Either. I mean, we can have this conversation next week while Kyle isn't here until when we talk when we might potentially talk about the fun time Phil's been having in the past week as everything oh, from the geez. next five years of Xbox got leaked. But um, <laughs> this, especially of how Xbox is handling things, and obviously Nintendo is in their own little world, and Nintendo has its own little ecosystem where it can do whatever the fuck it wants. I am genuinely starting to believe this might be the last generation of physical media, period. So it's like... Mm. I feel like, especially for Xbox, is fucking done. Like they're done in next year. Next year, they're like, no more. No one buys physical well, games I don't on care Xbox. About them, sad. Yeah. But... but you know, I like. I genuinely do think that this is the end. I think PS Five is it. I think PS Six will be mm-hmm. digital only, and we're all gonna have to result into the Kyle lifestyle of just like shrugging it off and downloading it from the PS Store instead of buying a piece of plastic and then copying it off the disc. I've got a lot of my games physical this year. It's just sometimes I don't want to make the detour after work. Sometimes I just want to come home, Ethan. Just do what I do. Pre-order it online, dude. That's what I do. I just don't think come to me. And they're like, ah, yes. I didn't even remember pre-ordering this. Fantastic. I luckily (laughs) remembered to cancel Pikmin 1 and 2, because otherwise I'd be stuck here today with a copy of Pikmin 1 and 2 that I'll never use. Why do you even do that? (laughs) Two months ago, I was like, Pikmin 4 came out. People liked it. I was like, you know what? Pikmin fans, I'll give you a chance. I'll pre-order the physical of 1 and 2 and play 1 and see if I like it. And then I was like, got back from vacation. I was like, I'm stupid. I don't want to play Pikmin. Why the fuck would I think that I wanted to try it? And then cancelled the pre-order. This is like when you pre-ordered Forspoken. It arrived. And then you sent it back immediately. They, I remember they asked me, they're like, is there a reason? That, is it? Does it not work? Is that the reason you don't? I'm like, no, I just don't want this. <laughs> like, take it back. <laughs> And, or that time now, you pre-ordered Pokemon Legends Arceus and you got a copy of Pokemon Sword instead. That was just funny, to be honest. Like it's it's <laughs> fine. Really I got funny. the copy of Legends Arceus. It was fine. It was like yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it's all it's all good fun. Um, that, was a, that was a really funny video. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, regardless, check Baldur's Gate out. It'll be fun. I'm sure. So, and to take us home, we're going to finish it off with another indie game that you've been playing called Gumbrella that you've been on about uh, fucking ever, yes. I feel. So, uh, <laughs> put me out of my misery. Tell me all about Gumbrella. <laughs> oh, Gumbrella. It's an action platforming game where the whole central mechanic is you've got this umbrella that's also a gun, as the title would suggest. Of course. Nice. I loved Kingsman. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind what? of... Uh, Great movie, Ethan. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Sorry. I'm sure it is. You should watch watch it. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, as far as the... It's just a nice little thing where it seems like they just got this idea. And instead of doing the thing where it's like, oh, we'll do five, six, seven different things in this really tiny game, they just kind of thought of the different ways they could iterate on the central mechanic of what the Gunbrella does as far as like, ah... You can use it to block things. You can use it to zip line and all of that. It was all centered around like uh, doing dashes is real cool in this one because like depending on how you're aiming the gun before you dash, it uh you know you can steer it in a neat way, which isn't really something you can do in other platformers with dashes where it's just kind of you pick the one <laughs> direction and you're 
stuck that way. As far as that goes. Um, uh, it's a very uh, tongue-in-cheek kind of game, too. Like, uh, the title screen does the little classic... It does, like, an old-school Resident Evil title growl, where it's like... <laughs> and just the general writing is rather funny. Like, there was one little side quest where it's like, oh, my friend got taken by this cult free them or whatever and then later when you be later after you've raided the cult's base and killed the boss and whatnot you free them you free the f friend in question from their cell and inside of the cutscene they just get killed by like this eldritch monster oh. as you as you start running away i'm like oh man i thought i got them killed somehow myself and i'm like no that was a cutscene that did that uh, as far as that goes <laughs> Yeah, and in general, it's just a very a fun time. Everything works how I would be expecting it to. I haven't really dealt with any of the any weirdness as far as like, oh, why did I try to do this or where did I take damage from? All of that makes sense. The boss battles that are present are straightforward. Most of them have eyeballs that you can shoot. Uh, and just yeah, dodge the attacks when you're not shooting. Hmm. So I assume that it's lived up to every uh, possible dream and uh, everything that you've ever lived up. You, it's lived up to expectations. You've been because, like I say, this game has been like. I remember you. It got you, announced last it was like January. Year. You were it was in the year? draft. Yeah, it was yeah. last year. Yeah, it got announced last year. I might not have mentioned it to you guys at all until the until draft. The draft, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like this is like a nine month like epic. We like it's finally here. This is like this is your most anticipated game of the year, Hunter. Obviously, so it's like, obviously, yeah. obviously, only because I didn't know about Dave the Diver until a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no other games this year. No other games. Uh, nothing yeah. else important. But, but no. yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's it's relatively short. I feel like I'm close to the end already, and I've only played it for like I don't know three or four <clears throat> hours. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, in general, recommend it. It's cool. Cool. And nice. you know what? We'll we'll leave it at that. So there you go. We've covered so many games today. Um. But yeah, we'll leave it at that for now because my gosh, my allergies are like ridiculous right now. I apologize if in the second half you like if you like what are you doing like on the video version. My allergies have just like started acting up, and I don't know why. So it's got the sneezes. I have got the sneezes and the sniffles, and it's pretty grim, especially when you're in a podcast environment. So, you know, <laughs> it's great. But oh well, we made it through. I've just got to warm myself back up, that's all. It's fine. Yeah. Well, we're fine. It's great. It's great. Maybe next week I'll actually have played a video game. Let's find out. Um, or you'll have spent all your time reading Phil Spencer's emails. Oh, fucking hell, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, Joke's on you. I already had the emails, dude. Who'd you think you were sending them to, Kyle? Who'd you think you were sending them to? Yeah. He was asking you to buy Nintendo? <laughs> I'm the mole. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, legally, God. that's a joke. Yeah, legally, that is a joke. And also, uh, <laughs> legally, uh, when I do uh, infiltrate Nintendo and buy all the stocks for Microsoft, I also will be bringing back the buggy in Mario Kart, uh, Mario Party. We will be all back in a buggy, or we'll all be driving in a car again, all in that one, in hideous. unison. Aww. Yeah, well, you know. Why are you bringing back bad Mario Party? Because <laughs> you deserve it. No! Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> they didn't really burn the bad Paper Mario's. No, we're going back to that design. Actually, ah, I feel like it works oh. better with the the, the youth these days. No. The youth these days. You know. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. Though we'll 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 remake all of you. We'll remake Sticker Star next. It's fine. We'll remake it. We'll just skip over the other one. That's hard. Why not? We skipped over the first one. The first one's available <laughs> on the thing, though. Dude, that's, you can't play that now. Yeah, that's yeah. not stopped him before, Hunter. By that logic, like, never stopped him from remaking something in the past. What are you on about? They'll just re- Nintendo remakes what Nintendo wants to remake, dude. They'll do whatever they want. By that yeah. logic, they never would have made Mario the fucking limited edition one year run of Mario 3D All Stars because they were planning on putting. 64 on the service you know and it wasn't yeah. even the same port they were two different ports like you know don't trust that nintendo <laughs> um anyway let's wrap it up because like i say my nose is really snotty so all links are on screen right now you can follow us on podcast services or keep up to date with what we do outside of the podcast uh youtube.com forward slash hot games on look at our stupid faces each and every week you know all that jazz uh reviews coming soon this week we have our review of axolotl coming out next week we will have our review of starfield coming out uh, and then pedal to the metal as we get to uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I say pedal to the metal. I know I don't like. I know I'm covering Assassin's Creed. I'm pretty sure I'm covering Spider Man. I think Hunter's covering uh, Alan Wake too. Um, yeah. Cal, you covering anything? Not at the moment. Cool. You you I'm you not... live that life. You live that life. You yeah. Just you just live that life. I'm He's not planning to get Mario. <laughs> He's chronicling his experience of. Uh... Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. It's fine. He can do the remake of um what's it called? <laughs> the other Mario one, not Paper Mario. That's the one. The one yeah. with Gino, the guy from Smash that isn't in Smash. You know what I'm about. <laughs> the guy that'll never be in Smash. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's fine. The me uh, costume. The me costume, exactly. Um we've got so many games coming out, so yeah, be sure to check all the reviews out as they uh, show up. There might be some more stuff happening soon as well. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, gotta try and fake it, fit it all in. We've got six million games to play and review, so we'll see. We'll see. I've, we've got some stuff planned. Um, but anyway, we'll leave it there for today. Uh, join us next week as me and Hunter have a calm before the storm. I guess we'll just we'll just we'll just hang out. Maybe we'll talk about Phil Spencer's leaked emails. Maybe we will talk. Maybe. Who knows what we'll talk about? Um, it'll be old news by that. We could bully Unity because you were gone while that happened. Oh yeah, we can cover all the old news stories that no one wants to listen to three weeks later. It'll be great. It'll be a great episode. Yeah. It'll be one for it'll be one for the it'll be one for the true fans uh, as we sit here and talk about irrelevant stuff. For because why not? I mean, we can do all that. We just need one thing to draw in the people. You know, you've got a great point, and it can be the first five minutes. It'll be fine. We'll work yeah. it out. <laughs> Who knows what we'll talk about. Uh, we'll find out next week, I guess. Same time, same place, as always. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.